good afternoon, good morning. Um, I want us to get into prayer. Um, this is just a minute before one and I want us to share some prayers. Um, we share some prayers and then we're going to get straight into the message that God has given me for you. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we come before you this beautiful day that you have entrusted us with. I thank you that, Lord, you knew that this moment would come when we would, oh Lord, share the word, my Father, via such a platform. I thank you that God, men, women, boys, girls are tuning in from all over the world, my God, to listen to the word that you have for them this moment. I pray that God, as we listen to what you have to say about us, as you are teaching us, my Father, about life, I ask that God, may we have their attention, my Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I come against any force, any power, any spirit that may try to distract us, my Father, from listening and paying attention to your word. I pray that, Lord, every word that is going to be spoken, Father, may it be influential and may it be impactful in our life in the name of Jesus. This moment, oh Lord, I pray for that brother, that sister, that boy, that girl, that couple, that family that is listening to this word, oh Lord. I pray to that individual who may be broken in heart. I pray to that individual who may be celebrating and happy. I pray to that, for that individual who may be shedding a tear or laughing, oh Lord, this moment. I pray to that family, my Lord, that may be celebrating or are in tears because of what has happened in their family. I ask that God, may you, Jehovah, show up, O oh Father, to your people in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This day, O oh Lord, I announce that, Father, may it be a day that will be a day to remember in the lives of your people in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray also specifically for those individuals who have not yet given their lives to Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. Maybe for some it is because they have not yet heard about the good news. Maybe for some they have heard the news, but they have not fully been convinced that Christ indeed, you are the Messiah. Maybe others were almost believing, almost accepting until something happened that caused them to change their mind. Today I pray that through this message, O oh Lord, may they be fully convinced that Christ, you are the way, you are the truth, and you are the life. I pray that at the end of this teaching, may they confess with their mouth and believe in their heart that Jesus is indeed the Lord. Liba Mosendelika Asia Lasa Toluma Katipa Asende Lita Osuta Lakali Musendelipa Pashitsa Asim Losondoluka Patia Mosondoluka Timika Shata Limpe Osondoluba Kati Musondoluba Katapa. Many things have had taken place in this year 2021 which has caused people to be afraid. So many circumstances have happened, my Father, which have caused the people to lose hope. I pray that this moment, oh Father, may you, Jehovah, remind everyone listening and watching that God, you are still on the throne and you are still able. I pray that God, through this teaching, may you remind everybody, everyone, my Father, that you are still God and you are able to transform. You are able to lift and you are able to place in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Landa labak duba katia masa I pray that if there is anyone that is sick watching and listening, I speak healing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray that if there is any couple, my father, who are going through problems in their relationship, my Lord, I pray that right now, my God, may you bring restoration, peace, calm in the mighty name of Jesus. Anyone, my Lord God, who does not know how they are going to arrive to tomorrow, I pray that give them comfort that you are on their side and with them. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive all the praise, Lord. Receive all the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, let me encourage you that always find the time to pray. Um, a revelation that I have is, do not be deceived because your friend or so-and-so prays this amount of time. But allow prayer to be a revelation to you. All right. However, the Holy Spirit communicates to you about prayer. Follow that because it is between you and your creator. Okay. 
So once more, you are welcome, and I am happy, delighted, ready to teach, to preach, to share what God has placed upon my heart this moment. Remember, we started off by walking through the fog or walking through the fog toward Jesus. You remember? And after walking through the fog toward Jesus, when we arrived at where Jesus Christ is, we then discovered that we are a tool in the hand of God. And after learning that we are the tool in the hand of God, today we want to understand the difference between faith and a lie. All right? That is to say, the message that I have to deliver to you today is faith or a lie. Praise God. The difference between faith and a lie. This is because now that you are a tool in the hand of God, now that you have discovered that you are important, you are valuable, and you are precious, we then need to differentiate between speaking from a position of faith and telling a lie. All right? So what has happened is it has dawned on me heavily in my spirit that most of us as believers and people in general do not understand the difference between speaking from a position of faith and simply lying. In short, we basically, uh, we mix the two. We confuse faith and lying. All right? So today's message is simply that. And um, let me ask you that. Please do share this with other people. Um, you can post it on your social media platform. Uh, share it and let them know that the pastor is live. Listen to this. Let's now start. One of the most used words for a Christian believer is faith. And so I have realized that believers use the word loosely and as such cannot tell the difference between faith and telling a lie. What I'm saying is that you have heard so many believers across the globe use the word faith. Hallelujah. And because of lack of knowledge, most believers or a lot of believers or a lot of people mistake faith and a lie. So many people, they say, I am speaking out of faith, I am speaking faith, and yet they are telling a lie. So today, we need to understand the difference so that we can indeed apply faith correctly. Praise the Lord. Now, how do you draw a line between exercising faith and telling a lie? I want you where you are now to take a moment and think about it. Can you tell the difference between you speaking faith and you telling a lie? Is there a difference between the two? Do you think that the two are different? Are you able to differentiate between the two? Proverbs chapter 12 verse 22. Let's begin with the Proverbs chapter 12 verse 22. The Bible reads, The Lord detests. This word detests means dislikes intensely. So, in other words, the Lord dislikes intensely lying lips. But he delights in people who are trustworthy. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 22. Let's read it again one more time. The Lord dislikes intensely lying lips. But he delights in people who are trustworthy. That is to say that God, according to his word, he does not like at all any lip that tells a lie. The word of God is saying, is making it clear for you and I that God does not appreciate any tongue that tells a lie. Hallelujah. Now, a lie is simply not telling the truth. All right, so there is a definition for you. What is a lie? A lie is anything that does not have a truth in it. Any speech, any statement that does not have the truth in it. Any report that does not have the truth in it. Hallelujah. So let's give an example. When something has happened, all right? Let's say today you see the pastor, he's wearing this color tie and this jacket, all right? And in you going to report this to someone else, you twist it a bit and say the pastor was wearing a bow tie. Hallelujah. Now, a lie is told from a point of deliberately twisting the truth, deliberately changing the truth. Hallelujah. That is a lie. And God is saying, if we tell a lie about anything in life, 
be it you are telling a lie about people, telling a lie about siblings or family members or relatives, telling a lie about a church or the work of God or servants of God, telling a lie about colleagues at work, telling a lie about friends, telling a lie about neighbors, telling a lie about anything and everything, then the word of God is saying that God does not like that. Now, this is not, be, be, let's be together. This is not the pastor saying he thinks God does not like it. But this is directly from the word of God. Hallelujah. Listen, when one is called to the stand in a court of law, so let's take an example, all right, that something has happened. And an individual is called to go into the court of law as a witness. Praise God. What normally happens is before this witness can begin to give account of what happened, they are normally made to swear by an oath. Hallelujah. They make them raise their hand and they tell them to say that they are going to tell the truth, nothing but the truth, so help them God. So they are making an oath. They are making an oath in front of the public, in front of the judge, in front of the lawyers and everyone else to say what they are about to speak is the truth. Praise God. And this is the, the, the court of law. And the trouble comes in when we start to justify a lie. Hallelujah. So let me explain properly. If I am telling a lie, right, about a friend, I go out and I begin to spread lies. I begin to tell things that are not true. I begin to speak things that are not true about my friend. All right. The trouble is with a lie comes justification. Hallelujah. Where, for instance, you have heard people say a white lie, meaning they are trying to sort of um, um, indicate that, that there is a difference between a big lie and a small lie. But I am here to say to you that irrespective of the size, the type, the nature, as long as what you are saying does not have the truth in it, before God, it is a lie. Hallelujah. It is the same as a sin. Whether you are saying it is a small sin, a simple sin, a, a, a less important or effective sin, the fact that it is a sin, it remains a sin before the eyes of God. So today, what I want you and I to learn is that it doesn't matter how it appears. It doesn't matter how it sounds. It doesn't matter how less effective it may seem to be. As long as it is not the truth, you must know where you are that God is not pleased with you. Hallelujah. And that is a very dangerous position to be in as a child of God. When the Father is not pleased with you, who is going to answer your prayer? When the Father is not pleased with you, who is going to heal you? When the Father is not pleased with you, who is going to cause a promotion to come your way? When the Father is not pleased with you, who is going to help you in your life? Who is going to cause you to come out of difficult times? Who is going to cause you to come out of challenges? Who is going to cause you to overcome? When God is not pleased with me, who is going to cause me to obtain favor? Who is going to cause me to be loved? Who is going to cause me to become a better person if the Father, the Creator, the owner of my life is not happy with me? Hallelujah. Listen, I, I, I want to emphasize the importance of this, this topic. Faith or a lie? Hallelujah. We are going to get to faith, but we have started with the lies. Hallelujah. We have been telling lies for a long time. We have been speaking words that have no truth for a long time. And the problem is we see it as nice. Hallelujah. We see it as interesting. We see it as exciting. And the problem is that lies, right? Because they are bad, they are exciting to men. All right? People find it so exciting to tell a lie than to tell a truth. People would rather sit for hours. People would rather talk for hours telling a lie than spend hours telling the truth. People would rather spend a long time gossiping about other people than spend the time encouraging one another.
People would rather spend moments, intense moments, speaking negatively about other people, speaking negatively or speaking about what has happened with others than focusing on how to empower one another, faith or a lie. Hallelujah. So with the same mouth, we are going and we are praying, we are praising God, we are saying, Father, I love you. And with the same mouth, we are going and we are telling lies. With the same mouth, we are going and we are saying, I love you. And with the same mouth, we are going and we are speaking words that are hurting other people. With the same mouth, we are going and we are building. And yet with the same mouth, we are going and we are destroying. Hallelujah. Now, this is why the word of God says that the tongue is the smallest member of the body. And yet the tongue can set on fire or the tongue can build. Hallelujah. That's the power that is in the tongue. So I want you and I to take a moment today and think carefully about the things that we have been saying. Think carefully about how we are speaking. Think carefully about how we are twisting the truth. Think carefully about how we are speaking without facts. Think carefully of how we are speaking without gathering all the necessary information. Think carefully about this point that is it my position to speak? Did you hear that part? Because it's not every topic, every subject where I am supposed to make my opinion known. It is not every subject, every topic where I am supposed to add input. It is not every, every discussion where Tadala is supposed to be heard. There are discussions where Tadala is supposed to be quiet and only listen. There are topics that Tadala is only supposed to observe and not add a word. There are moments where I'm only supposed to hear or learn of and not add anything about what has happened. Hallelujah. But the problem we have is that we love to get involved in everything that is happening. Every topic, every discussion, every subject, we want to be subject experts. But how can you be an expert of, an expert of every discussion? How is it possible that you can be an expert of everyone's life? How is it possible that you can know so much about all the lives of your friends, your neighbors, your relatives, and yet your life has some areas that are, are not okay? This is why, again, the word of God says Christ spoke and they said, how can you say to your brother or your sister, let me remove the beam in your eye, let me remove the speck in your eye, and yet you are not paying attention to what is in your own eye. Hallelujah. That's a problem with lies, that you focus so much on the next person. You focus so much on the things around you that you forget that your own life is a mess. You forget that your own family is a mess. You forget that your own plans or your own job, your own business is a mess. You, fo you focus so much on someone else's relationship that you forget that your own relationship is a problem. You focus so much on people's children, other people's children, that you forget that your own child has issues that you have to deal with. You focus so much on someone else's salary, someone else's income, you forget that you also are short, you have got a deficit, a deficit, you have got a problem, you are living in minus, you are living on credit, and yet you are focusing so much on someone else's misfortune. You focus so much on someone else's sickness, someone else's disease, and yet you're forgetting that somewhere something might be wrong with you also. So what am I saying? The problem with the lies is that you invest so much energy on others and you forget about yourself. Instead of focusing on prayer where you can get in the presence of God and say, Father, I want to pray for my sister. That person might not be your friend, hallelujah. But because you have heard of the problems that they are facing, rather get into prayer and say, Father, today I don't have any prayer about me. I don't have any prayer about my family. I don't have any prayer about my future. The prayer I have is for my colleague at work. They may not be my friend, but I have heard about what they are facing in their marriage. I have heard about what they are facing in their uh, 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 family. I have heard of the health condition that they have been diagnosed with. So this moment, Father, allow me only to pray for them. 
Hallelujah. He may not be your pastor, but because you have seen, you have heard of what is happening with that servant of God. Instead of going around and speaking and talking things that you don't even have proof or evidence of, why can't you go before God and say, Lord, today I just want to pray for that prophet. Today I just want to pray for that pastor. I may not be friends. I may not know them. I may not like them. But today I just want to take a part and lift them before you that God, if they are not doing right, may you help them. May you change them. Hallelujah. May you forgive them. Do you hear what I'm saying? That get into the habit of not only praying for those things you know or people you know, but pray for others also. Hallelujah. We are so good at speaking about other people. We are so good about speaking when things are wrong. But what are we doing when it comes to prayer? Can we pray for other people? Can you pray for that nation? Don't just speak. You see, my, 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 thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me tell you about Pastor Tadala or Tadala. I get waked up when people are talking negative about my land, Malawi. All right? Because I am Malawian by birth. And those who know me will understand that when I hear people speak negatively about Malawi, I get so upset because that is my that is my nation. Those are my people. So I get upset because I'm thinking instead of speaking negatively about the land, why can't you stand for the land? Why can't you pray for the land? Why do you want to just accuse the land? Hallelujah. You want to speak negatively about Africa, but why can't you stand and pray for Africa? You want to speak about Europeans that, yes, maybe they, they colonized Africans or they did ABC. Yes, they did that. But why can't we focus on building? Why can't we focus on repairing? Why can't we focus on saying, God, those were generations before us. But right now we want a land, we want a universe that is peaceful, a universe that has love. Hallelujah. So that's a problem with the telling lies that they become so sweet. We get so caught up. It's like a web. All right. It's a, a spider web, a cobweb. The more you, when you get caught up in a cobweb, right? This is how, well, this is what happens. When an insect gets caught up in a cobweb, the more they try to struggle is the more they entangle themselves. Maybe they only stepped or, or touched a cobweb with one part of their limb. But the more they try to move around, you find that they get entangled so much that they can't move anymore. And then the spider will come and eat this insect. So you and I get caught up in all these things that we want to be involved in instead of focusing, paying attention to what is of value to you and I. Hallelujah. Faith or a lie. James chapter 5 verse 13. James chapter 5, verse 13, um, I'll read verse 13 to 16, all right? Let me read. Is anyone among you in trouble? Listen carefully. Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church so they can pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. Verse 15, and the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Not talk about one another, not gossip about one another, not publicize the problems of one another, not publicize the issues of your sister or your brother, but pray for one another. And the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Father, I thank you for the scripture. I worship you. I bless you, Lord, that God may your people get understanding. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now listen, James is asking a question. He's saying, is there trouble among you? James is asking a question. He's saying, is there trouble in your family? James is asking a question. Is there trouble in your nation? James is asking a question. Is there trouble with the servants of God? James is asking a question. Is there trouble with the men? James is asking a question. Is there trouble with young men, boys? James is asking a question. Is there trouble with race. James is asking a question. Is there trouble with, uh, I mean, he, he's just asking a general question where he's saying, is there an issue among you? 
Hallelujah. And he is not saying that if you find an issue, if you discover an issue, then go tell your brother. He is not saying if you discover an issue, then pick up a phone and call your sister. He is not saying if you discover an issue, then pick up a phone and call the elder. But he is saying when I discover an issue, I should get into my place of prayer and say, Lord God Almighty, I have discovered a problem and I want to pray. Did you hear that part? Go, uh, James is saying when you discover a problem, when you discover trouble, when you hear something disturbing, it does not have to involve you. But the fact that you have found out about a problem, he is saying that you have to pray. Hallelujah. You have to what? You have to pray. Not for me, but for yourself. Ask yourself a question. How many times have I prayed when I heard that someone was in trouble? Not for me, but for yourself. How many times when you heard a rumor of your friend or someone you know, did you pray? Not for me, but for you. How many times when you heard about what your pastor or your servant of God or, or the, the prophet was doing, did you call someone? How many times did you instead pray? When you heard of the trouble in the nation, I mean, here in Europe, we are hearing of so many crises. Hallelujah. Crisis in Poland, crisis in so many other regions, you know, uh, energy crisis, etc. In Africa, there is crisis of hunger, crisis of corruption. How many times when we heard those crises did we pray? How many times was our reaction to say, Lord, I am going to pray because of what I have heard? It doesn't have to be your land. Hallelujah. It doesn't have to be Amsterdam for me now. It doesn't have to be Netherlands for me now. It can be that I have just heard about any nation somewhere else. Did I get on my knees and pray? We are hearing about Afghanistan. We are hearing about Iraq. We are hearing about Iran. We are hearing about Sudan. We are hearing about all those problems. But how many times did we pray? Faith or a lie? Listen, faith is hope. Let's talk about faith, all right? Faith is hope meaning it has not yet happened. Now, a lie, let's go a step back. A lie comes from a place where something has already happened. All right? So there is an occurrence of a specific event, and then one is reporting. One is speaking about that event. That's, a, that's when we can look at a lie. When you twist the story, when you twist the truth of something that has already happened, then that is a lie. Now, faith is hope. Hallelujah. Faith is hope, meaning it has not yet happened. So that's a difference. That's one of the main differences between faith and a lie. Now, for us believers, most of the time we want to say we are, we are speaking out of faith and yet this thing has already happened. How can that be faith? Hallelujah. You, I cannot say that I, I, I am speaking about faith, right, of, 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 of something that has not yet happened. Faith has to be, it hasn't happened yet, and the lie has to be something that has already happened. I want that to stick in, in your mind. Faith, it has not yet happened. A lie, it has already happened, and you are changing the truth. Here is now where the problem comes in. Most of us say we are speaking out of faith, right? But I am here to shock you that we are bluntly telling a lie. <laughs> Hallelujah. Pastor, did you get fired? No, I didn't get fired. And yet I have got a letter where I got fired. And we are saying that is faith. Pastor, how was your trip at the doctor? No, the doctor said nothing. And yet I have got a report that is saying that I am sick. And we are saying that is faith. Yes, what is happening in your marriage? No, there's nothing happening. And yet we are sleeping in different rooms. Everyone is doing what they want to do in the marriage. And yet you are saying that is faith. Standing on the pulpit speaking, and yet you know that what you are saying has nothing to do with God. You are twisting, you are changing everything. Hallelujah. That's a lie. You see what I mean? That everything has already been written. The word of God is pure and genuine. And we go out and we are twisting it. Hallelujah. And I am saying I'm a pastor and I'm telling the truth. That is a blunt lie. There is no truth about that. There is no faith about that. It is a pure lie. 
If you are changing what is, that is a lie. Now, I'll teach you what faith is. Don't worry. I'll teach you the difference between confessing negative, I mean positive. I'll teach you what it means to speak good. There's a difference. But let's be clear right now. Faith and a lie are not the same. Hallelujah. Faith and a lie are not the same. Listen. Hebrews chapter 11. Let me make you understand what faith is. Hebrews chapter 11. Only one verse. Verse number one. Hebrews chapter 11 verse one. Faith shows reality of what we hope for. My God. Listen to that. I, I like this version. Hebrews chapter 11 verse one. Faith shows reality of what we hope for. So faith is hoping for what has not happened yet. Hallelujah. It hasn't happened, but I am hoping. That's a faith. All right? I don't have a job yet, but I am hoping. That is a faith. I am not married yet, but I am hoping. That is a faith. I don't have any children yet. My wife is not pregnant. Hallelujah. Your partner is not pregnant. You are hoping for a child. That is a faith. Do you understand? You don't have a business yet. You are hoping for a business. That is a faith. Hallelujah. So faith is something that has not yet happened, but you are believing that it is going to happen. Praise the Lord. Listen, it continues to say, it is the evidence of things we cannot see. So that's why we are saying you are only hoping for it. You haven't seen it yet. I cannot have faith for something that's already here. I cannot say I've got faith for, for this tablet. It is, it is here already. So that, that's not faith. Hallelujah. It, it has to be something that does not exist. Something that I am trusting God for. Something that I am hoping for. Maybe my body is in trouble right now. I am sick. And I am hoping to be healed. The healing is not yet here. I am not yet healed. But I am having hope that I am going to get healed. I am trusting God that I am going to get healed. That is the faith. Hallelujah. So, so we have to distinguish and understand how faith works because we have been so much caught up in religion that we don't understand these things anymore. We just shout them. We just speak them. We hear others talking about them. We walk into a church and we hear the pastor say faith. We hear the leader say faith. We hear a sister say faith. We hear a brother shout faith. And we jump in the wagon and we say, I've got faith. But we don't understand what this is. We don't understand how these things work. Hallelujah. We are going by the majority. We are going by the masses. But when we stand and we look at ourselves, we can't even understand this thing of faith. Listen to this. Faith is applied upon acknowledging a situation. Now, oh my, my, my. Listen carefully. Faith is applied upon acknowledging a situation and realizing that only God can see you through. My God, this is a revelation. I am in a situation where I have received a letter of termination of employment. So the letter is real. I have received it. And the letter says, Tadala, you are going to be terminated or you are going to lose your job on this day. I'm giving an example. All right. So this is a situation. And what I am doing is I am going before God and I am realizing that this situation is beyond me. This situation is above my knowledge. This situation is above my ability. However, I am trusting that God can change the situation. Do you, do you understand? Now, that's applying faith from something that has happened. My God, my God, my God. Listen, my two, two areas or two ways to apply faith. Situation number one or area number one of applying faith is when nothing has happened at all and you are trusting God for this thing. Hallelujah. Maybe it is your desire that you want to once uh, or you want at some point to become a fashion expert. Maybe that's your desire. Hallelujah. That you love to design clothes and you want to become a known individual. That you want your clothing items or your accessories to be known worldwide. Hallelujah. And what you do is you trust God for this. That is a faith. And the point number two of faith is something has happened, all right? Something negative has happened. Something terrible has happened, all right? It has already happened. It is a fact. You can't change it. But what you are then doing is acknowledging that God in heaven is able to change that situation. That is another area of faith. Faith or a lie. <laughs> Hallelujah. Faith or a lie. Praise God. 
I cannot come home and say to my wife that, listen, um, everything is fine at work. Listen to this conversation. I am coming home and I am discussing with my wife. And I am saying to her that, no, no, um, no, everything is fine. Nothing happened today. And yet today I was given a warning by my, by my boss. To my wife, I am lying. Faith or a lie? <laughs> my, this is an important subject. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? That this thing has happened. It's a fact. Hallelujah. I have been given a warning. It's in my backpack, a letter, a written letter. And yet I am saying to her that nothing has happened. That one is a lie. The only time it is a faith is when I go before God and I say, Lord, this is what I have received, but I am trusting you that you are going to change it. Then that is a faith. Because you are hoping for something that hasn't happened yet. What hasn't happened? You have not, the letter has not been converted. The letter has not been changed. The situation has not been changed. Therefore, that is hope. That can be faith. Hallelujah, my God. How many times have we told lies to our brothers? How many times have we told lies in the church? You are giving a testimony and you are thinking you are, you are giving a testimony out of faith and yet you are telling a lie. You, we have to understand these things. The problem is we rush to speak without understanding the word of God. And yet we have a teacher, the Holy Spirit. Praise God. Faith or a lie? <laughs> Listen, genuine faith is seen when one opens up to God. My God. Listen to this. Genuine faith is seen when one opens up to God. So when I go before God and I say, Jehovah, I went to see a medical doctor today. And the report that I got from the doctor is not good at all, Lord. I am opening up to God. I am not trying to twist things. You see, you cannot try to act uh, like you're a man of faith with God. Hallelujah. With the Father, you have to open up. You have to pray. I'll show you what I'm talking about. Listen to me carefully. When it comes to you and God, you have to open up. You have to be honest. You cannot try to lie or try to, you know, change things. You cannot change things with God. God changes things. There is a revelation for you. You cannot try change things with God. God changes things. My, my, my. Listen to this revelation. You cannot try change things with God. God changes things. He is the one that has the authority, the keys, the power to change. But you have to open up to him. Praise God. You have to go before him and pour your heart. You have to go before him and let him know and say, Lord, the woman who is my wife, we are fighting. We are not getting along. We can't seem to be on the same page. We are quarreling about everything. We are having differences about most subjects. That's what's happening, Father. But I am believing that it can change with you. Ha, did you see that? The truth and the faith together, you have got an answer. My, my, another revelation. When you add the truth with the faith, then you have got an answer. But when you put the lie and say you have got faith, my friend, you cannot have an answer. Faith and lies don't go hand in hand. Faith and the truth go hand in hand. Faith or a lie. Mark chapter 9. Look at the book of Mark chapter 9, 1 verse only, verse 24. The Bible reads, The father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. My God. Mark chapter 9, verse 24. The father instantly cried out, I do believe, but help me overcome my unbelief. So he was speaking from a point of faith where he was saying, I do believe that's faith. But he realized that, hey, I don't want to lie to my Lord. I have God and belief somewhere. Help me. 
So most of us are telling lies when praying. Most of us are telling lies when speaking about the things of God. Most of us are telling lies when speaking to the servants of God. Most of us are telling lies when speaking to our friends because we have not yet accepted our condition. We have not yet accepted the things that are happening. Now, when you, when you are in denial, when I am in denial, it is difficult to apply faith. Because that's how most believers are operating today. We are going around and saying, I have got faith, I have got faith. And yet before God, you have not told him the real stuff. You see, it is easy for you to try convince people outside that you are a man of faith. But the, but the truth, the real stuff is seen when you are with God. Hallelujah. Can you tell God like Abraham did and say, Lord, I have no child? Can you tell God the truth and say, Lord, I'm getting old. I, I don't have any child. Can you be like um, 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 Hezekiah? Hallelujah. When you have been told that you are going to die, put your things in order. Can you turn to the war and say, Father, it is the truth what the servant of God has spoken. But Lord, I need you. That's faith. Hallelujah. You are applying the truth. You are opening up. You are saying, Lord, I understand the situation, but I know that you can change it, Father. Do something. Hallelujah. Faith or a lie. Can you be like, oh my God, can you be like Elizabeth? Praise God. Elizabeth, who was related to Mary, the mother of Jesus. They were cousins. Hallelujah. The Bible says that she was buried. Hallelujah. And she was getting old. She knew that. Praise God. But she went before the Father. She, in the presence of the Father, you cannot act holy. You must act yourself. You must open up. Did you hear my statement? You cannot act holy before God because that is an act. If you are acting holy before God, you cannot have your answer. In fact, God cannot even hear what you are saying because you are acting holy. But you have to go before God and be like the man whom Christ found in the temple. Remember Jesus, oh my God, Jesus said he went into the temple and found two men. And he says these two men, one of them was a Pharisee. Hallelujah. One who was keeping the law. And the Bible says the Pharisee was saying that, listen, I fast, I give, I pray, I do all the good things. I am not like this non-believer here. And the Bible says the one who was next to him, who was known as an unbeliever, he was honest before God. He beat his chest. He said, Lord, I am a sinner. He could not even raise his head towards heaven. He could not even open up his mouth and pray more. But the Bible says all he could do was beat his chest. He was opening up before God. He was being truthful before God. And he said, Lord, Lord, help me a sinner. Hallelujah. And the Bible says Jesus spoke and said, the one who was opening up, who was truthful before God, went home justified. He went home, you know, happier than the other man that was trying to justify himself. So today I want to say to you, stop acting faith in front of believers. Stop acting faith in front of other people. Stop acting faith to show people that you pray better or you know better. Rather, go in the presence of God and open up. If it means you're going to pour your heart, you're going to cry, you're going to roll, do it, but in the presence of God. Don't try to make people happy so that you are seen as a man of faith, as a woman of faith, and yet you are lying. Remember in the Proverbs at the beginning, we said God detests, he doesn't like at all lying lips. So you would rather keep quiet in the presence of people and go make noise in the presence of God. This is a revelation. You would rather keep quiet in the presence of people and go make noise in the presence of God. Because when you go do that, God is able to change whatever is your reason for making noise. Unlike going to make noise before people and when you go before God, you are trying to act. Hallelujah. Faith or a lie. Faith or a lie. Telling the difference, knowing the difference between faith and lying. Hallelujah. We have to reach a point where we can open up. There is nothing wrong with opening up. Listen, not only to a pastor, all right? You know yourself in your family or in your life, there are people whom you trust so much. Open up to those people because they cannot help you if you don't open up. 
If I don't tell you the problem that I am facing in my marriage, you cannot help me if you are close to me. You cannot help me with the problem I am facing in my place of work if I trust you and I don't open up to you. It would take me to tell the truth, open up and be honest and say, listen, it's not working here. I am struggling. What's wrong? What's wrong, uh, my brother? What's wrong, my friend? What's, what's wrong, my chummy? What's wrong, my buddy? No, no, no. It's just not working. If it means crying, shed tears. It's saying that in the book of James, that open up to one another. You have to find the people you can rely on and tell the truth. You see, this thing of trying to act like a man of faith will get you killed. It will get you in trouble. You must learn that there is a time, yes, to act of faith, but there is a time to open up and say, Lord, I just don't know. It's not working. Help me. This man said that. He said, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. He said, I believe, but it doesn't end there. There is a problem. I don't believe fully. Help me. Hallelujah. Faith or a lie. Uh, let's, let's get close to the end. Romans chapter 4. Now I'm giving all these verses, all these books, so that you can learn from them. All right? So just note them somewhere. If not, this, this is available. This viewing, this video will be available for a long time. So whenever, come back to it and you can learn, okay? Romans chapter 4, verse 18. Even when there was no reason for hope, Abraham kept hoping, believing that he would become the father of many nations. For God said to him, that's how many descendants you will have. So again, I'm re-emphasizing on the point that faith is from a point of hope. Faith is from a point of something that does not exist. Abraham never had a child at this point. Hallelujah. Isaac was not yet born at this point. But Abraham was believing God's words that he would become the father of many nations. So he never wavered, he never shifted, he never moved, he never doubted, but he kept trusting God. That's faith. Praise God. Now, we can also look at it using these two, two scenarios. Let me give you two important scenarios, all right? The difference between faith and hope. Listen carefully. Faith, it has not happened yet, but you confess or speak positively about it. That's faith. Let's say it again. It has not happened yet, but you confess or speak positively about it. If I want peace in my life, hallelujah, so listen to my words. I want peace, meaning the peace has not yet been given. The peace, I don't have it yet. What am I doing? I am hoping for it. I am believing for it. That's a faith. All right? So it's not yet there, but I am trusting God for it. I am desiring it. That's a faith. And a lie. It has already happened and an account is given that is inaccurate or false. A lie is anything that has already happened. But in you giving an account, in you speaking about it, you are speaking what is not the truth. That is a lie. This is why it's important if you don't have the facts, rather keep quiet. Because the danger is you rush and you speak, you rush and you say things, and in the end, you are telling lies. And you cannot please God as we have read if you are doing that. So unless you have got the facts, unless you are in, indeed a witness, unless you are there, unless you know the truth, then you are the right person to speak. But otherwise, choose to keep quiet. Listen. Also, creating false stories. So a lie can come from two parts. Part number one is either you are speaking something that doesn't exist at all, you are just making it up, or it already happened, but you are twisting the truth. One of those is a lie. <laughs> Hallelujah. Master liars, professional liars. My God, God has to forgive us. The last verse, and I close, is Lamentation chapter 3. I'm finishing off with the book of Lamentation chapter 3, verses 37 to 38. Do you know where the book of Lamentation is? <laughs> so after the book of Jeremiah, you find the book of Lamentation. Lamentation chapter 3, verse 37 and 38. Let me read. Who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? 
Now, this one I am reading to anyone who is saying that I have been confessing, I have been speaking, I have been positively declaring. I want you to be careful how you are doing it. The Bible is saying in Lamentation chapter 3 verse 37, it starts off to say, who can command things to happen without the Lord's permission? Does not the Most High send both calamity and good? Did you get that? We mostly go out and we want to make declarations. We want to say things. We have to be careful that we, we must assess and analyze from what position are we saying the things we are saying. Is it from a position of faith? Is it from a position of arrogance? Is it a position of religion? Did you get that? We have to carefully assess and analyze what we are saying. Are we saying from a position of faith or a position of arrogance or from a position of um, um, ignorance? Hallelujah. This is very important. Faith or a lie. Because in lamentation, the word of God is saying that is it not God who causes things to happen. So even when I am saying that I am hoping, I am trusting, I am believing, the word of God is saying all of that which I am saying, only God can make it to happen. This is the reason why there are things in life that we can't understand why they don't happen or why they have not yet happened or why they did not happen the way we wanted them to happen. It is because the Bible is saying that God is the one that causes things to happen. Hallelujah. So faith has to, apply, has to be applied from a place, a position of trusting God, a position of being humble, and a position of having the right intentions. Are we together? Faith or a lie? Where you are, say with me, faith or a lie? Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for your sons and your daughters. I pray, Father, for these uh, individuals whom you created in your own likeness and in your image according to the book of Genesis. These are the very people whom you sent your only begotten son, Jesus, to die for them according to the book of John chapter 3 verse 16. These are the very people whom you have given everything so that they can be well today. I have shared the word, my father, on a faith or a lie. A message where you are teaching us the difference between speaking from a position of faith and simply telling a lie. I believe that, my God, it has been clear. And if not, I pray that, Father, may you continue to speak to them. Teach them, Holy Spirit. Help them to understand how to differentiate between the two so that they are not displeasing you, Lord, by telling lies. This is a process I understand because some of us, it may be that we were so used to telling lies. Some of us, maybe we are accustomed to not telling the truth. Some of us, we are accustomed to trying to twist the truth always. So I pray that in this process, may you walk with us, Holy Spirit, in helping us to change totally. If it means changing our mind, say to help us to change. If it means changing our heart, it changes. If it means changing the way we speak, it changes. If it means changing our circles, it changes. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, help us to be people who are genuine and honest. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, that is all I had to deliver, which you had given me. I give you all the praise and all the honor. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. That's what I had to share with you. And as you are going into the day, I pray that may God continue to speak and minister to you. And I pray also that may God teach you through the Holy Spirit more on this revelation. All right. So that's it. Have a beautiful week. Enjoy. And God lift you. Shalom.